You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and uh, sitting across the table from me is the great John Sawin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to his, what's your left, your right? I don't know. Immediate left. Uh, that would be uh, Buck Perez. How you doing, sir? Doing just fine. And uh, first of all, before we start out, I'd like to thank everybody for uh, subscribing to the show. Numbers are going up and up. We had our best week yet last week. So everybody, give yourselves a round of applause. Best week uh, ever. All right. Best week ever. Come on, John. You can applaud yourself. <laughs> well, not really. I'm holding the mic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, I'd like, like to say that. Uh, second of all, uh, get your comments up on the show. Uh, people, you know, taking a little time discussing the show on the website at faroutpodcast.com. Uh, also, there we have photos of the uh, show, so you can say see just how attractive we are. And uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll be sticking some video up there soon. So uh, we'll see what's going on. Um start off today's show, uh, two weekends ago, uh, I took a little trip down south to a beautiful San Diego, California with uh, my, my sister. Uh, my, my <laughs> he almost <laughs> said sister. Yes. Why do you do that? What's wrong with you, Todd? Well, Darth Vader is our father. We didn't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, that's fine. They always say uh, incest is best to put your sister to the test. Nice. But uh, uh, I went with... Okay. With my fiance, right? <laughs> Who's it's, not your sister? Yeah. Well, her, her her sister just had a kid, and so I went with them down to San Diego because they wanted to take the kid to the zoo. Okay. All right. Everybody get this here. So far, I'm with it. So uh, we go down to the zoo, and I've never been to the San Diego Zoo before. You guys ever been there? Yeah. I think so. I think, I think once like, when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like ten or something. Like yeah. That. I think it was one of those people movers from Disneyland. Remember the old uh, things? Well, Doesn't that's have that? Disneyland. No, no, no. no the uh, not the zoo. No, the. Uh, no, it's got one of those sky carriage. The sky things. carriage. Yeah. Oh, does it really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't remember. And so you can like look down on the animals as you're fly- flying over them. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. You know, I don't remember anything about the San Diego Zoo. I think I've been there, but I don't remember anything about it. I'm assuming that if you're coming over in that carriage, and like, let's say you're like a gibbon, or you're like one of the those weird like half pig looking animals, like at the beginning of 2001: A Space Odyssey. You mean below, not in the carriage, because I don't think the gibbons are normally in the carriage. Well the, well, the carriage is going to be, like, skying above them, right? Right. So you're in the cage, and you're looking at that people mover. Right. If you, I, okay. I, I'm assuming they probably worship it like a god on some level. Like, they're looking up, they're like, <gasps> you know, and then, like, some little kid is, like, dropping a fucking slushy. He's, like, throwing shit on him. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's some rare exotic bird, which would, would go for, like, half a million dollars if you were to buy it on the uh, down-low bird market. Isn't this the plot of The Gods Must Be Crazy? Is it? I think so. Something like that. It's like the Bushmen like pe- are looking up and a Coke bottle Pepsi comes bottle down. comes down. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they start worshiping it. That doesn't speak Good well. Point, John. That doesn't speak well of the Bushmen. Well, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm Look, saying? Look, the movie was in like, what, 85, 86? That was back when no one cared. You can, get a, you can get away with a lot more back then. It seems so. You could not make Soul Man today. You know what I'm saying? Right. Remember that movie? Yeah. No. You, could not ma- you could not make Soul Man what today. What Soul Man about? Oh, man. Is that where he was from the stars, or was that from no. like the 40s? See Thomas Howell, man. See Thomas Howell trying to get a scholarship, and he can't get it because he's a you know just just a white guy. So he takes melanin pills. Oh, okay. And uh, transforms into 
a black man. So it's like the same thing as today, but no one believes in the melanin pills. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no one's buying that line. Yeah. The, the only thing that redeemed it was I think James Earl Jones was in it. Oh. So that made it like that. That made it like okay on some level, but James Earl Jones pretty cool. You could not make that movie today. The man from the Great White Hope showed up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He, was he was he like Hugh Thomas Hall. What's up, brother? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the movies I remember see Thomas Howell from were E.T., of course. Yes. Um, the Hitcher, which was awesome. That was awesome. And uh, Hourglass, yeah. I believe, was called. Oh, don't forget Pony Boy and The Outsiders, one I of the underrated uh, Francis Ford Coppola gems from the 80s. Yeah. But anyway, so I go to the zoo. All right. And uh, hanging out, and uh, we go over to this tank. Uh, tank. I'm thinking SeaWorld. Uh, we go over to the... Uh, there, too. Who knows? To the... Uh, oh, but could you move that? I'm trying to... Look. Uh, sorry. Uh, I'm over there, and uh, there, there's like some monkeys, and they were, I believe they're called the, uh, like, uh, start with a B, like a bonobo monkey or Bonobo something? chimps, I believe. Yeah, and they were like, kind of like chimps, but they're like tinier. Yeah, well, they're chimps, but they're just really horny. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess chimps are <laughs> horny too, but they just, all they do is bang, basically. The well, bonobo nice. chimps. Nice. That's pretty much all they do. And it's, uh, I, I've... <laughs> I've read about these chimps in uh, some evolutionary psychology books, and uh, it's interesting because uh, the bonobo chimps really free with sex. Yeah. They'll like bang anything. They'll bang, you know, women will bang the men, the women will bang the women, the men will bang the men, they'll bang trees, they'll bang parking <laughs> meters, like everything. And it's like they're on meth. They're and they're so horny. Well, they they're well, no, because like on meth, it's sort of like they don't ever sleep, but the, like every waking hour they spend, they're just like up and they're just banging. But they're very docile. And then like uh, the, the regular chimps... Uh, the women have learned that they can withhold the sex to control the men, and oh. those mm. chimps are very angry. Those are the ones that are going to rip your face off, that uh, you know <laughs> will rip your yeah. arms off. They got the strength of like ten men. Like one chip can flip a car or whatever, and it's all because the women withhold the sex. The so, females withhold the sex. Do, do you think that evolutionarily wise, that right there at the bonobo is where the human? began to come out, right? You know, like... No. Where, where the woman withholds the sex in order to gain power in a relationship. Well, the bonobos don't withhold it. The fem- the the uh, the regular chimpanzees, the females withhold it. Mm. The, but the bonobos the, are the nymphomaniacs. Yeah, yeah the bonobos <laughs> are the nymphomaniacs. They're the nymphs of the, it's not of the like, chimps. That's not necessarily what started humankind, because you can find, like, uh, these levels of sex through, like, all sorts of different, like, animal species. Hmm. The bonobo and the regular chimps are just two good prime examples of... Uh, species that are very similar yet behave sexually very differently. Oh, any uh, chimp orgies going on? Like, do uh, if, <laughs> if, if you're a bonobo chimp, yeah, it's like everywhere they are, sex orgy. Nice. I wonder if you introduced like uh, like ecstasy or some kind of party drug to the bonobo <laughs> to the community. <laughs> like, like you have the one bonobo probably just explode. Yeah, it's like, ah! You just, you just see either a bonobo. That, either that or the ecstasy has the opposite effect on the bonobo, and they just sit down and they watch you know, football all day on Sunday, and then they just pass out or whatever. It's like when you give Ritalin to people with ADD, they end up like just focusing and being chill, but if you give it to somebody who doesn't need it, they start freaking out and kind yeah, of getting speedy. Either that, either that or it has no effect, you know? Well, I was sitting there watching this particular bonobo, yeah. and he was up to the glass, and there's about you know 20 zoo patrons sitting there looking, and... Uh, you know, you, I'm surveying the scene. There's a couple different bonobos walking around, but there's one right in front of the glass, and I'm like, oh, he's picking his ass, right? And then I realized he wasn't picking his ass. He was, um, to put it, he was digitally manipulating himself rather Ooh. ferociously. Well, in that, in yes. that orifice. Yeah, in the orifice. So he was like 
viciously going at himself with his finger in his anus. And by the way, Todd, That's please stop doing that yourself. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying yeah. to explain. I know to you're you. trying to show us yeah, enough. Everything, enough. But Jesus we, 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 get, we get the. We I don't want to see it. <laughs> so I'm looking, and then every, and one guy kind of goes, "Oh God." And then everybody looks and goes, oh, no, oh, no, this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. And so it's like one of those things where you see the the flood coming. Well, then why did you continue to watch? I couldn't stop. It was, you know, it's the human part of you. You have to sit and see what happens next. No, 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 no. This is the Todd part of you. This is the same reason you couldn't walk away on Gawk Beach. Exactly. Because you're afraid of offending the chimp. (laughs) Even though the chimp doesn't care that you're there, you're afraid of offending the chimp. You're like, now the chimp's going to feel embarrassed. It's like, no, no, it's going to keep doing what it's doing. Well, he was obviously enjoying himself. Yeah, he doesn't care that you're there or not, Todd. Uh, well, you know, I was a little more sensitive during the Gawk Beach of where I was and being, you know, careful of those people's individual needs and rights. But Whatever. with the chimp, I was... You're more of a voyeur there, you know? Yeah. You're, you're, you're like, just observing there, you know? Yeah. You know what's going down, too. Yeah. So I wanted to see where this chimp would take this behavior <laughs> <laughs> to its logical conclusion. Right. I wanted to see where this party would end. So Because um, you couldn't guess. Well, I wasn't sure whether he was priming the pump for another male monkey to come by or... You know, it's obviously the first power bottom monkey I've ever seen. No. So then I see the monkey removes his finger, and then he, he takes his finger out, and his finger was not clean because there was some particulate inside of the monkey. Sure. And then everybody, then, then a gasp falls over the crowd. Like, you know where this train is going. And, and then, of course, the monkey picks up his finger and eats it. Yep. <laughs> and everybody around the monkey just went, oh, God! <laughs> and so then Sarah's um, sister had a little newborn baby. <laughs> Baby's like nine months old or whatever. And then the baby, hearing the reaction from everybody going, no! Starts crying. It's just like yeah, babies crying. It was, the, the whole place just got shut You got didn't shut to get down. the baby out of there. Yeah, it's like, shield the child, shield the child. Exactly. Don't let him see that, yeah. Shield the man child. <laughs> so that was my exciting time at the uh, San Diego Zoo. Well, that's disgusting, Todd. I'm glad I could share that with everyone. But, you know, <laughs> the, the, the thing is, when you do a podcast, there's lots of moments when you're looking around and things happen to you and you go, mental note, that that's a... Uh, well, know. how come everyone, every, every one of yours is just beyond disgusting? It can never it can it can never be anything clean. It's ne- or or like oh, I saw some dude getting pulled over on the road. It's always got to be involved on like some you know fat naked gay dudes on the beach. <laughs> or, I, I live a dynamic existence, John Sowen. I guess, but it's also a very disgusting, disgustingly one. dynamic. Yes. Well, how about this? How about we move move from the disgusting low base humor. Yes. And to doing something a little more erudite on the show and discussing news. A little more highbrow. Okay. Let's get a little more highbrow because yes. uh, Buck Perez. Um, Do you have a news theme? Play, playing right now. <laughs> something will get dropped in. It's, it's in there. It's going right now. All right, all right. All right. The minute, I, I'm, I'm looking to get another laptop in here to start firing off elements and getting crazy. Getting a little it. fog right. hat for the intro, you know? You, would you fog like fog hat? A little fog hat, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. rare, but. All right. Think, all right, play it. So slow ride's playing. Here we go. Anything else by Foghat ever do no, anything No, not else? Slow Ride, yeah. Well, what the hell is this? <laughs> I don't know. Foghat. I don't know. So Just Foghat. Yeah. All right. right. Well, so anyway. But not Slow Ride. Turn it down. No, not Slow Ride. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
It's the Far Out News with Buck Perez. You saw the headlines in the checkout line. Now, here's the full story. All right. Here we go. First story. Oh, wait. First of all, we'd like to find out, uh, Buck, yeah. where, where'd you get these new, this news from? Uh, once again, Weekly World News, I believe. Or whatever. World News Source I got it from. Some world source. Yes. All right. You know, I watched the BBC, the NBC, the CNN, the BET. Everything. BET. That's yes, awesome. everything. But do you have a, a BBC announcer's voice you could use on this? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not going to try like, that one? Like this? No? No? Yeah, go ahead. All right. <laughs> Rumors. Rumors <coughs> are abound. All what? right. All right. Let's just go back to America. Skin English. All right. <laughs> Rumors of Ashton Kutcher cheating on Demi Moore are true or false? Uh, with a human uh, <laughs> or like an alien? I'd say human. Well, there, there, uh, I'm going to say false then. No, it's true. He's with Betty White. Oh. That's what's going on. Yes. Betty and Ashton were seen kissing. Super cougar. <laughs> at an Italian restaurant in LA. Yes. That seems to be the boy's fetish. An eyewitness at the Italian restaurant said Aston had this gorgeous older woman pinned against the wall, and he was totally making out with her. What Italian restaurant was it? Was it Vitello's? Bonacelli's. I was shocked to see him sucking face with a woman who was clearly older than Demi. When Aston pulled his face away, I could see it was Betty White. Wait, wait, Buck, right yes. there. I'm sorry. You threw in a little Mike Walker from Mike the Walker. Uh, yeah. Mike yeah. Walker from the National Enquirer. I'm yeah. trying. I th- I'm th- trying. Hard. I was feeling that right I'm there. Trying. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, pra- like I practice this. All right. After the eyewitness came forward, Ashton came clean on Twitter. Yes, I'm having an affair with Betty White. We are madly in love. I love Demi, but I just love Betty more. I know everyone in America can understand. Betty's part of the new Panther movement. This is definitely beyond sweeping the characters. Co- sweeping the country, senior women dating young men. So wait, she's a panther. That's like beyond the cougar. Yeah. Yes. Like, okay, at what point should we call that between the, the line of cougar and panther? Because uh, maybe the cougars, maybe they say it like maybe up to 50, and I think... Up to like 55. Yeah, or maybe once you can start getting discounts at like Denny's and shit, maybe you, you, you go with the panther. You get in the AARP card, and then you're like into the <laughs> panther movement. But, you know, a bigger question, is this really an affair, or is this like a taping for like the next season of Punked, like hopefully making a comeback or yeah, something Yeah, I think like that? Betty White's just trying to get everything going she can, you know, at this point, because oh, yeah. she's well, one, she's, one At this point, she's there. definitely the hottest golden girl. Yeah, well, t- to be fair, she's the only one alive. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Once Rue McClanahan died, it's like, yeah. it went to her. I don't want to, yeah. hey, by, by the way, gentlemen, um, so, you know, Betty White, hot these days, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, as always. It, Scorching hot. <laughs> if there was a golden girl, let's say you had to wake up with a golden girl in the morning. Like, you woke up and you're like, you, you got drunk one night at bingo, and then you looked up next. Of the original four. Of the original four, not 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 Golden Palace. You can't wake up next to Cheech Marin, right? <laughs> what okay. about what was the other show after that though? Was it Day by Day? Or not? Empty Nest. Empty or Nest. Or yes. Yeah. But there were no those, Golden Girls on Empty no, no, Nest. No, no. Yeah, those that, two chicks were hot though on Empty Nest. Well, yeah, but they Dino weren't. Man. They weren't Golden Girls. Well, yeah. What? A, yeah. All right. You, yeah, you, you, you got me. You, you got be, me there. I'm trying. Yeah, you, to, can, you can't be like, yeah, I'm going to take the remake with uh, on, with uh, yeah. with Megan Fox, <laughs> even though she's a dude. You know, I'm just I'm just trying to keep everything on the anyway. up and up. So, right, so, so w- one of the original four Golden Girls. Yeah, who would you not maybe mind least waking up next to in the morning? Estelle Getty. And why is that? Oh yeah, just because she was actually the youngest, even though she played the even oldest. though she was the oldest. Yeah, she played it. She played it to the hilt and just you know. The wig. I think it was the white hair. Yeah, the white fro. 
That's what's going for me. I mean, uh, I mean, I get, we're. I, I have to assume that we're doing this uh, when they were in their prime in the eighties. I'm, I'm thinking prime, yeah. Yeah, because as as you pointed out, they're all dead now except for Betty White. So assuming, yeah. assuming this is not necrophilia. This is right. living, <laughs> assuming breathing. living, breathing in the eighties. You know, hottest golden girl without a doubt, Rue McClain. Rue McClain. That's who I want. The Southern Belle. Yeah. Yes. I would say I would say you're right, and I'm sure she seemed to be maybe just the character she played, but the most kind of sexually advanced of. Can I add two? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stop her! My mom will shoot. She was probably the hottest then too. I would say not Golden Girls, but Stop her! My mom will shoot. Estelle Getty. But see, that's a problem because she was with uh, Sylvester Stallone in that movie, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and that, that, that was that was her. He son. just adds to anyone. Is that what you're saying? No, no. I'm saying Sylvester Stallone was not with her, by the way. <laughs> that, well, that was his mom. Oh. Who is going to shoot oh. if but, he did oh. not stop? Oh. But, but let's say it's Christmas, right? right. And you, you go over to uh, Estelle's house, and uh, you're sitting down, and you're, you're enjoying a nice meal. And then her son, Sylvester Stallone, comes around. I'm thinking Sylvester Stallone's not going to be into you betting his mother. You know, it's not like, you know, maybe if it was like Ben Stein's mother, it would be a better way to go. Because it's not like he's going <laughs> to kick your ass. But right. uh, Sylvester has Stallone walks in. Has Ben Stein ever kicked any ass in any, like, uh, in any movie or TV in show? In shape or form, no. Uh, I I don't I don't think so. Possibly. That'd be an awesome scene. Maybe one of those eye drop commercials. Like, <laughs> try my eye drops. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I got to give an answer too. I I'd probably say Rue McClanahan also. But you know what, Estelle Getty, I will give her this because when you're dating a cougar or a panther, it may not just be for the sex that you're engaging with this woman, because you know women have more to offer than just sex. Sure. Okay. Especially. <laughs> John, you seem a little... Well, your uh, question was, who do you want to wake up in bed next to? <clears throat> and now you're thinking of like... Yeah. I'm thinking about thinking breakfast. Re- I'm thinking about breakfast, John. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking the entirety of the situation. And Estelle Getty, an older Italian woman, she's going to be like... There's going to be like some meatballs and shit they've been cooking for four days. Exactly. Sitting on top of the stove. Well, you're probably going to be in their house, so you'll probably get the benefit cooking of all three of them. Oh. Besides, wasn't Blanche a good cook? Uh, I don't know. She she seems to me like a bit kind of prissy in order to be like working over a stove. All right, you know. Okay, but it would be kind of funny. Like that's in the morning, you wake up and well, it was her house, and she was the one who put the ad up originally to get that show rolling. Oh, wow. did she? Yeah. Because her I, husband had died or whatever, I've and she was in that house. Rewatch my Golden Girls, I guess. She did. Well, I, I did watch a lot of Golden Damn, Girls, I but I. Got curious about how that show started recently and looked up the origin on Wikipedia. Right on. And that is how it started. It was her house, so she put up the ad, and that's how she met well, Dorothy and uh, and uh, Betty White's character. Well, thank you for name. being a friend. I really hope. Yes. I, I really hope that just much like Batman, they put out a Golden Girls origin story. Nice. Where we go even <laughs> unnecessarily, even deeper, in depth, even deeper. But but what if you wake up in the morning and you get ready the for Golden that? Golden Girls fighting the Joker. <laughs> you get up in the morning and get ready, and then a uh, stand sitting there, like uh, B. Arthur's ex-husband, like oh, yeah. that was like Mo Rocker or whatever that got shot in the eye in The Godfather. Oh, okay. Or what? What I think not Mo Rocker. Mo, not not Mo Rocker, the like guy, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mo Rocker. I don't know. But you're <laughs> sitting there, and he's he's got like the. It's always weird because the guys would wake up in the morning after having sex with a golden girl, but be wearing like a seventy year old woman's robe. Like you're both sitting there in seven-year-old woman's robes, just shaming. Just like, oh, I'm so sorry, Stan. Sorry we had to do that. All right, Buck, what else you got in here? I think I got one more. One more about uh, Mr. Ted Nugent. Oh. Yes. The Motor City Madman. That's right. 
Happy Animal Killing rocker Ted Nugent pleaded no contest in Marysville, California courtroom to bagging a defenseless deer on a reality TV show. He fucked a deer? I guess so. I thought it said banging. Let's go with banging. Well, ba- bagging, bagging is banging. banging. Let's go with banging. Ba- could be hunting term for shooting. Yeah, but or, uh, nailing in bed. I'm gonna put an end right here. Banging a defenseless deer. Oh, a reality TV show using an illegal hunting tactics. A lawyer for a 61-year-old rocker entered a no contest plea on Nugent's behalf in Yuba County Superior Court to misdemeanor counts of baiting a deer and failing to acquire an authorized signature to confirm the kill's legality. Well, you know, it's kind of weird here. It sounds like it could have actually happened. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Why should it be? You're going to kill the fucking thing anyway, right? At what what point is, like, you killed it incorrectly? Like, you you murdered it. I mean, it's It's not not kosher, Todd. It's not kosher. You know, I mean, there's you, certain things that gotta go down. If you held it hostage and put a blindfold over it and like yeah. tortured it for days, I'd see that maybe. But I mean, it's like, oh, maybe you were standing behind the wrong tree and shot it from the wrong angle. I'm sure there's some kind of weird deer hunting regulation he broke, but y- you fucking killed it. You're still an asshole. Right. Well, well, he also taped it. Here's what happened also. <laughs> a game warden witnessed him target a deer too young to be hunted, and Nugent was charged with unlawful hunting. But. Okay. Here's where it comes in. So he Vig- vigilante justice. All right, Bigfoot was nearby and oh. saw the whole thing. Oh, okay, cool. And let's just say Mr. Foot is not happy. <laughs> Mr. Foot. Bigfoot now has set his sights on hunting and killing Ted Nugent. Oh. It appears that Bigfoot will be using whatever tactics, illegal or legal, to do so. Bigfoot has a catchy slogan too. What's his slogan? Dead Ted. Dead. Ted. I'm just reading what's on here. Bigfoot told Weekly World News through our in-house beat translator, or beast translator, I'm sorry. In-house beast translator. Beast translator, and (laughs) he was banging a defenseless deer, that he will not be using any bait to catch the Motor City moron. Bigfoot will just hunt him down. (laughs) That's not his nickname. Bigfoot will hunt him down and rip him to shreds. Well, I, think I know B- enough Bigfoot. about Ted Nugent. He's the Motor City madman, That's not right. the Motor City moron. John, you should go by that name because you're also originally from Detroit. The Motor City madman? John Selwyn, the Motor City madman. <laughs> yeah. Well, take it over. Taken. Although well, my take cousin it over, did, uh, did, did uh, get invited to Ted Nugent's house one time. Really? Yeah. How did, how did his you get poli- it? His it palatial estate. Or, and mm-hmm. or drinking with some people or whatever. And they're like, yeah, you want to go back to Ted's house? And he's like, all right, sure. Not knowing who the hell Ted was. And he was riding in the back of somebody's pickup truck. And they're like, yeah, the Nuge doesn't like it when you, like, you know, track dirt on his carpets. He's like, holy crap, I'm going to Ted Nugent's house. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the Nuge. Yeah. Well, by, by the way, the, how, why does the Nuge have a problem with that when he's out in the wilderness with, 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 with know, like, I, I can't remember. I can't remember the detail. Maybe it wasn't. Well, you know, just because he soaked in urine when he's out hunting doesn't mean that he wants it in his house. Right. You know? Well, who do, who do you put your money on in this one? Because it's a pretty interesting scenario if you have Ted Nugent. Who's mo- probably armed to the hilt even when he's recording. Right. <laughs> he's got his guitar and then there's like some weird feedback. It's like, well, what, what is that? It's like, oh, it's my Glock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and you have that versus, like, this would be a great pay-per-view event where you have... Um, you know, Bigfoot on one end, and you have the Motor City Madman, and they're they're eyeing each other in the wilderness. Now, I know an unarmed Ted Nugent. I'm going Bigfoot all the way. It's yeah. not there's it's 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 like it's Patriots versus the Bills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's but he's constantly armed. But if he's armed versus Bigfoot, right? Yeah. Who, who, who do you Bigfoot with the teeth, the whole bit? 
Unless Bigfoot has some mystic powers, like in science fiction shows, where bullets don't, like, you know, like, affect him, it's going to be Ted Nugent. Can Bigfoot have a crossbow? Oh, like, oh, oh you want Bigfoot, Bigfoot with a crossbow. If they're both I'm armed, then just, that's like a just fair a, fight. Just a crossbow, though. That, that's it. Well, Ted Nugent bow hunts, too, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I do think that evens the playing field because I would say Bigfoot probably a less experienced bow hunter. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, seeing Bigfoot do up a crossbow like after he does the first one. That'd Whereas be Ted Nugent seems to know a lot about most weapons. Yes. Yeah, and, but also think about this: Bigfoot with the crossbow, and then what if you put one of those bandoleros on him, kind of like Chewbacca? There has? we go. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're, then, <laughs> we're going Star Wars with this, right? Yeah, because Bigfoot and uh, Chewbacca, Chewie, could be cousins, one and the same. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was giving away up. giving away his position and then the nude strikes. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, unless like unless the nude is singing Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang out in the middle of the wilderness. <laughs> I, think, I think he's going to be better at hiding. This is a love song. I'd like to dedicate this to all that Nashville pussy. This is a little love song called Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang. Oh God! Bl- God bless the lyricism of Ted Nugent. By yeah. the way, yeah. Uh, what, what else? We got any other news stories there? Any other stories from the Weekly World News? Oh wait, you, wait. You know that? One second, real quick. There's a one of the tracks on uh, "Check Your Head" by the Beastie Boys is called "The Biz versus the Nuge." You oh, know, yeah. the yeah. Beastie Boys with uh, Biz Markie singing. This this you could sell this event as the Big versus the Nuge. Oh, I feel. there you go. Mm. All right, last one in the field of science. Or fiction. Geneticists have worked. <laughs> what? Have worked for wait, the wait, last wait, wait, two. Geneticists have worked for the last two decades to create an advanced form of salmon, one that grows twice as fast as conventional oh, fish. Yes, I've heard about so, this. I love the salmon. After years of debate about the moral implications of combining human DNA with salmon DNA appears to be safe, the FDA advisory committee told the Food and Drug Administration that Frankenfish. We're safe and could be served on American dinner tables. Wasn't this the plot of Splice? Ooh, that one movie? A splice? Yeah, they were making a Frankenfish? Well, it wasn't a fish. It was it was a like Uber creature. It was like human and scorpion and fish and turtle. Like they just mixed all sorts of DNA in it. But there was some human DNA and in it. They mixed in some Adrian Brody's nose and yeah, yeah. Did and anyone see that movie? No. no. Yeah. I, I heard it was supposed to be good, though. Did. Really? Who'd you hear that from? <laughs> I don't know. Because I've heard the exact opposite. <laughs> I thought it got like good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, maybe. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the fresh rating, as it were. But, but wait. But, but but yes. They called the creature Dren because it was nerd backwards. Nice. Oh that boy! Is so dope! Yeah, so <laughs> so dope! So yeah. how does that affect your fresh rating of the movie note? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely takes it down a notch. Yeah. Uh, Buck Buck earlier. As we say, you know, Buck, still working on his journalistic integrity. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, um, Genesis? Genesis? Uh, are, are you Are you like Gen- the, Are you David Allen Greer <laughs> when he was on uh, in Living Color? It's like, was I think he was a prisoner. And, like, they would show him like a Rorschach test. Like, he was saying, like, rapist prisoner. And it, they would show it because, and everything had to do with breasts. And they're like, what, what's this photo of? It's like, breasts. It's it's a bird flying over a woman with big brassesis. Brassesis, yeah, right. exactly. A, a, a woman with big brassesis? 
Oh, on Golden Pond. Yeah! <laughs> uh, I got this. Uh, birds flying over a woman with, with, with big breasts. Yeah! Yeah! Geneticists. Breasts. No, I'm just reading how I call it, Todd. I don't know how you say that <laughs> how word. I, call it. I, don't know, I don't know how you say that word. Geneticists? It's geneticists. Shut up. People who work on genetics. Genes geneticists. Genocetics. Gen yeah, geneticists. <laughs> so anyway. Whoa. I'll keep, okay, I'll, I'm sorry, I'll keep reading. Screaming. <laughs> screaming. Sorry. Yeah. This is the you, first time. You just ruined, wait, you just oh, ruined like 90 pairs it of It doesn't car matter. Speakers. John doesn't have his ear earphones on anyway, all right? So it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, you didn't, just because you didn't ruin my ears. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you want? Like 10 on the earphones? No? I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm killing it. I'm up loud. All right. This is, yeah, you're Do you have loud. another story here? Bro? No, I'm still going with it. This is the first time the government allows such modified species as Frankenfish to be marketed for human consumption. Well, except for what happened in that documentary Splice, but that, again, that wasn't <laughs> again, a fish. Again, again. So, so I believe we're growing potentially towards the future I imagined as a child, and that was that uh, with a uh, wuzzle. I'm going to answer that, Todd. Call her on the show. Oh. Our first call? Oh, wait, no, actually, I do have to take this. First this is call? my um, car repairman guy. Can we oh, do it? Lord. Can we okay. do it? Speakerphone? Hello? Yeah. Speakerphone. Hello? Yeah. Speakerphone. Hello? Yeah, hello? Yeah. And scene. And it will be the first time that humans will actually be eating some human DNA, like in Soylent, Soylent Green. No, it's not. I no. mean, there's been cannibals before. You mean, first time it'll be purchased on the open market? Yeah. When the salmon is caught, the human head is cut off, and the consumer will eat only salmon Whoa. parts of the fish. I grafted a human head onto the salmon. <laughs> well, That's it's awesome. Frankenfish, man. All right. Yes, there may be trace elements, and I'm doing the quotations, of human DNA in the salmon, but the consumer won't notice a difference. I think this is uh, what I'm going to go for on Halloween. <laughs> is that Frankenfish? You're doing Frankenfish. Nice. People yeah. be like, Todd, what's going on? Why do you have a weird felt red felt kind of dress on and then your own human head and be like well half of me is salmon half of me is human i'm actually no 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 then I, you know what i could be i could be john salmon oh, good oh Lord. jesus john salmon and carp perry you should just be carp perry oh no wait i was cod perry cod perry yeah, that's right old show it was uh it was uh the fish show what was mark's name carp chambers yeah carp chambers cod perry and john salmon nice buck's like oof <laughs> yeah that was that a, is, yeah, keep uh, pimping that one. That was a historic, that one historic really day of radio up. right there. We yes. had to do a show where we gave ourselves fish names. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It was creative. You got anything else in the news pile there, Buck? DJ Alien brought the house down at the Palms Casino on Sunday. DJ Alien was rocking the house. On Sunday. On Sunday. Yes, let's be specific. At Rain Nightclub at the top of the Palms Hotel. Ooh, I've been there. Oh, right on. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Rain? At the top of the palms? Yes. DJ Lisa Q was working her magic when a man she thought was dressed up like an alien pushed her aside and took her DJ duties over. <laughs> I just thought he was just another dude dressed up for the night, said DJ Liz Q. But that wasn't the case at all. Okay. That was my dramatic pause. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen. DJ Alien was tight, said Garen McCary. <laughs> it started out with a boom and bass, but then... There you go. Please keep it going. But then we all heard this really high-pitched sound. <laughs> okay. And that's what took us all away. I'm, I'm thinking DJ Alien when he's spinning. It's like... 
yeah. and then like then he then, and, and everybody's like yeah. oh and then there's no beat in it right yeah and then like dj aliens kind of putting his hands in the air and he's got one head and his headphones and like the, yeah. the, the crowd's getting ready to go and then suddenly you have this this sounds like every dj yeah i know i know but then then the bass kicks in boom boom and then it's and the whole crowd just goes ape shit yeah now and i wonder if this is at the palms i wonder if jamarcus russell was there Anyway, Probably some, not. some club goers did complain, though, about sores in their abdomens and heads. <laughs> all I right. To- I told my friends that DJ Alien put a spell on us all, and then his buddies abduct us and do experiments on us. My butt is sore, said Nick Roy. <laughs> Why does every alien always want to anal probe people? <laughs> I think that's a, alien. I think it's an unfair stereotype of aliens that they just are studying the ass. They're down for the yeah. anal. Oh, that's a massive spider in your garage door opener there, Todd. Nah. Whoa, fuck. Yeah. That Dude, ain't it, nothing. Who that knew that there nothing. were spiders in here? I thought this was a much safer recording location than the uh, low-budget well, barn. It's a garage, so there's probably going to be spiders. Anyway, continue. Anyway, the manager of the nightclub ring confirmed that DJ Lisa Q was pushed aside and then a man who looked like an alien took over, but they would not confirm or deny that DJ Alien is in fact... An alien? An alien with a phone. We keep our employee information confidential. Hold on, speakerphone. Yeah, how's it going, Mike? <laughs> Mike, what was the set list? The DJ <laughs> Alien spun. Uh, let's see. He spun spin rap, hip hop, house, all the favorite okay. hits. Uh, my car. Can I pick it up at three? Uh, at, at two. Todd looks concerned about his car. All right, sounds good. How much? Haggle. You're supposed to haggle. Okay. So I pick it up when? Huh? Okay, I'll I'll come I'll come pick it up at um uh, <laughs> It sounds like Good yeah, Lord. you guys were doing something. He's like, "Yeah, and then you get that what on Monday?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounded kind of shady right there. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's wrap this one take up. Three. Sorry, I had to take the call. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for tuning into the Far Out Podcast at faroutpodcast.com. Get your comments up on the show. I'd like to thank John Sowen for coming out here and uh, having a little fun with us today. Yeah. I'd like to thank Buck Perez for coming out and having a little fun with us today. You're welcome. All right. Well, you guys have a good day. This is Todd Perry saying goodbye. Brassus? Brassus? Brassus?